0: let's do this it is may 22nd 1993 welcome to saturday morning superstar
1: Well, I am Dom, I am fan and we are channeling our midlife crisis, enjoying early nineties syndicated professional wrestling. And never had I felt like I was not watching the A-show more <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> this week. Yes. It's like, wow, we really got the shit show. They have decided that, uh, yes, we are now officially the B-show. If that. It's like C-minus. <laughs> this is the episode that made that so. Raw is getting ratings. We are not.
1: We have uh, a mystery solved, right? We had fake Barbara Walters, the 27-year-old who looked 56. Yes. In a strange looking venue. We're in the strange looking venue, then. where are we?
0: <laughs> yes, we are. We are in the Worcester Memorial Auditorium in Worcester Mass. It is also known as the Odd. The <laughs> uh It is a multi-purpose arena located at Lincoln Square in Worcester, Massachusetts, built in 1933. Yeah, to honor the sacrifices of the Worcester citizens during the times of war. The building includes a multi-purpose auditorium originally designed to seat 3,500 to 4,500 people. A smaller entertainment space known as the Little Theater, mm. designed to hold seat 675, and the Shrine of the Immortal, wow. a, war, a war memorial with murals by renowned artist Leon Kroll commemorating the 355 soldiers and nurses from Worcester who fell during World War One. The odd was added to the National Register of Historic Places in 1980 as part of the Institutional District. It is still open to this day. Wow, this place sucks.
1: Yeah, <laughs> where do you think was, they are? Are they in the six hundred seat thing?
0: Because never has a WWF show looked smaller. I don't know. I, yeah, it's it's hard to tell because yeah, the one it says is the odd is holds thirty five hundred to forty five hundred people. They are not thirty five to forty five hundred people. It is dinky. It's a ballroom. But, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know if it's it's necessarily six hundred and seventy five. You can't really tell. Yeah, you know, no, somewhere it's, in between. It's weak. It is. It is. You could tell whether that this is this is the lowest of the low we're at this there. point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. We're, heading, yeah. we're
1: heading down. It's, it's, we're, we're, we're not uh, selling the Huser Dome or um, No This isn't not, gonna be Wembley Stadium anytime not anymore. soon anymore.
0: yes. Vince is crying in the bathroom seeing where did I go wrong <laughs> after every one of these episodes, looking at this venue compared to where he was just a little bit over a year ago. Yeah, right? Like he's trying to stay out of jail. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're coming back. We get no point counterpoint this week. We have a regular credit opening. Did you yeah. notice that they had a lot of people who shouldn't be with the company? They had Boss Man, They had the mm-hmm. Beverly's. They had the Nasty Boys and Piper, who we haven't seen
0: since we started this thing. Yeah, we saw him but, once at SummerSlam where he like played the bagpipes. Right, and then went away. And four shots of Hogan, by the way, who oh, has, of course. has appeared on one event yeah.
1: in the last 12 months. Yeah. Owen Hart, who's injured, and they got a lot of people who just aren't available or have left the company still in the opening signature.
0: I'm wondering if like, yes, maybe they're not with the company right now, but maybe they're still like they're on hiatus or, you know, whatever. Because, you know, even when Hogan was gone for that length of time, that wonderful, wonderful length of time. (laughs) Yeah, uh, it was great. Uh, Last year, Uh, he was still in the credits, too. So, you know, maybe they still have some kind of like contract or at least their likeness can be shown, obviously, with the hopes that maybe they'll come back as we see in this episode. Mm -hmm. (laughs) People just return out of nowhere. Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it was a weird episode because I'm watching them show me all the things I should have been watching. Like, yeah. You picked the wrong show. If you really want to see <laughs> some stuff happen, you should have been up late Monday. Yeah. But also when this thing opens and you get the we're coming live from wherever the hell we are. Mm-hmm. These superstars in IcaPro banner look so enormous in this dinky ass place. <laughs> the IcaPro banner looks like it's a fourth the size of the upper deck. Mm -hmm. And the superstars banner takes up a a gigantic chunk of the upper deck, like it's hanging down so far that it's covering the view of some people on the ground.
0: I was wondering that I was like, is that an obstructed view spot right there behind the banner? (laughs) Well,
1: if you take the WWF logo sign is definitely in the way of people's view. Oh, yeah. Like, there's no oh, way yeah. that's not in the way of that upper deck crowd. But I saw this place. I was like, what yeah, this, this
0: is definitely down, down in the dumps for them.
1: Yeah, it's definitely more than 600 people. So they're probably in the 4,500 seat yeah. place.
0: But man, does it look small? They didn't sell it out. They did not
1: sell it out. <laughs> Here's some weird things. Okay. When we get the three on the green, they superimpose mm-hmm. Macho and Vince and the king on here. Both Macho and the king, who are not present they're in the studio somewhere, yeah. are both in the wrestling gear. Yes. Like what what they geared up
0: for. Yeah, it looks like they are getting ready for a match for no particular reason. Macho wearing the red, black, and purple, so he switched over to the NWL Wolfpack for this week. <laughs> he is. <laughs> I, I was saying, I wonder if I, if when he actually joined the NWO, he just repurposed all these outfits, yeah. like NWO is like picking colors or something and machos in the background going like, how about black and white? I got black and white. So macho, what you mean? Doesn't matter. <laughs> I got it all. Yeah. Yeah. You when just mean, tell me. Wolfpap comes out. is like, oh, black and red. I got plenty of black and red. No problem. I got it yeah. covered. Lanny, go get my <laughs>
1: shit. I can handle things. I'm smart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, the king is in full regalia this week. Like robe, glittered out, no shirt, says tights, no shirt. The the crown even looks a little bit bigger than some of the other crowns that he has worn. So I think they're really kind of digging into this King of the Rings coming. He has a major beef with this whole thing.
1: Yes, and I love it. For weeks and weeks and weeks, he's been saying the same thing. It's a great angle. Yeah. I'm already the king.
0: (laughs) It makes sense. He has been the king since he got here. Why would they need
1: another king? Yeah. Not only should you not have the tournament, stop trying to get me into it. What can I possibly win? I'm already the king. (laughs) Exactly. It's like being married and winning a wife. But then that's two wives. No, you don't want that. (laughs) You don't want that.
0: (laughs) No, no, no. no. Wife on the side? No. Wife on the side. No. 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 Okay, uh, Okay. Sorry, honey. Sorry. Before the show, Vince tells us uh about how the kid upsets Razor Ramon, calling him the kamikaze kid, calling him the upset kid, because they don't know what to call him yet. So they just call him the kid.
1: <laughs> well, back in the day, I would get WWF magazine. Mm-hmm. But also at the local newsstand, I would get the uh Pro Wrestling Illustrated and you know the Wrestler magazine that covered like everybody. So it yeah. you know, would cover WCW and all these little regional things. And they would have articles about this super high-flying, very exciting independent wrestler called the Lightning Kid. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it was was Waltman yeah and then when i saw him at rawl because i would watch for at this time i was like holy shit, it's the lightning kid the kid from the magazine yeah yeah and i think they would debut him every week with a different name and i think they use lightning kid one time and then kamikaze kid and they, they kept yeah. on changing his kid name till till the worst one that stuck Yeah. One, 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 two, three kid, Just the dumbest of them all. Yeah. But I knew who he was. It was kind of like when the Steiners came in, I'm like, oh, I've heard about these guys. Like, I had heard about Lightning Kid. Like, for his time, he was, like, so ahead of his time. Everybody was incredible. He just jumps He was like, uh, he's like uh, Liger. He was, he's. Oh, yeah, yeah
0: high-flying mythical like creature that you haven't really seen yet. And then here he is. Yeah. The other fun thing that happened on Raw was that Marty Jannetty, magically back with the company, apparently defeated Shawn Michaels for the Intercontinental title. So I had to do some digging here. Because <laughs> oh, I was like, <laughs> yeah, like what, what the, the f- 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 <laughs> What the hell? We've said many times on this podcast, I didn't watch it this time, but I knew like the one, two, three kid thing. Like mm-hmm. I knew about that. I did not know this was coming. I didn't even know Jannetty. Uh, like I knew he came back, but I didn't know it was that quick. So I I, I did a little digging on his wiki page. It says Jannetty won the title that night. Thanks to Mr. Perfect preventing Michaels from heading to the locker room where he would have been counted out, oh. but keep his title. Jannetty only had one title defense on TV, defeating Bam Bam Bigelow by count out on May 31st. And then he will lose the title back to Michaels on June 6th. Sixth. So before King of the Ring. And it was a non-televised match in Albany, New York, due to interference from Michael's debuting bodyguard, Diesel. Nice. So Diesel's on his way. Yes. We're going to get Diesel before King of the Ring. Yeah, the title change was never shown on television, and to this day, no footage has ever surfaced. It's like
1: Bigfoot. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's It's really blurry.
0: It's really blurry. (laughs) So it says, according to Janetti, it was Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning, who petitioned to bring him back to the WWF. Henning, who was on good terms with Vince, convinced Vince Michaels also deserves some responsibility for the poor Rumble 93 match. Janetti believes that his title victory... Was meant as punishment for Shawn Michaels for lying. Mm. That's what Janetti says. What was he lying about? Lying about how it was all Janetti's fault. Oh, that Uh, match sucked? The the Rumble match sucked. I thought it was because he was
1: wearing white twine. Remember that (laughs) outfit?
0: Yes, I do. Looked like a giant crocheted
1: monster. Yeah. Uh, Okay. That's good to know. My theory presupposes that during this taping, Michaels, who has a match, actually is the champion. Okay. Yes. Because. The way things are filmed, like we we're seeing this in the past, where Monday Night Raw just happened. Yes, and they never show Michaels entering or exiting the ring, so you don't no. see the belt at this point in time. They're saying he's here, he's going to face his opponent without the title. He's facing yeah. Crush, but he actually does have the title.
0: Yes, that is correct.
1: So if you went to go see this show, mm-hmm. and then you went to go tune in to Superstars, and hey, maybe I'll see myself. I was in Row Three, maybe. I'll... And then they're like, and here he is without the title. You'd be like. He had the title. (laughs) He had the title.
0: Yeah, exactly. He He
1: was champion. (laughs) I think wrestling's fake. (laughs) What? (laughs) That's
0: that's unheard of. Mm -hmm.
1: They're sorting out all the things we should have been watching. Mm -hmm. instead of this show. But that's the gist. King's really the king. Michael's is no longer champion. Jannetty's somehow back. Well, we get the debut of uh, Daddy Ass and (laughs) and Butterbean's Bitch. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
0: Scissor me, Daddy. Scissor (laughs) me, (laughs) Daddy.
1: Kiefer and Charlie Sheen are in the house.
0: they certainly are they certainly are we're going to see the smoky guns and they put them up against a couple of quintessential red tights here for their debut in Dwayne Gill that's right Gilberg is back everybody mm-hmm. and chris duffy the disney bear Yes, exactly. (laughs) So we know a lot about Dwayne Gill, of course. I did not look him up, but I did look up Christopher Thomas Duffy, who tragically died in 2000. So not too much longer after this. Yes. He's a was. He's a was. Was an American professional wrestler. Primarily under the name Chris Duffy. He's a mainstay on the New England independent circuit during the late 1980s and 90s, most notably competing for the International Wrestling Federation, the IWF. He also made sporadic appearances in the WWF between 1986 and 1997.
1: Well, the smoking guns are here. We got Billy and Bart Mm -hmm. with way too many clothes. (laughs) First of all, we were wondering if they're going to shoot guns because, you know, Pillman's got a gun. Yeah. These oh, guys just blast the shit out of the audience. <laughs> yes, yes. People <laughs> are falling out of the rafters dead.
0: Yeah, they were killing
1: people left. They were killing people right, left. Right. There. Yeah. Just like, the movie set Rust had less, less <laughs> weapons discharge. Oh, goodness. <laughs> goodness. Oh, too, soon. too soon. Too soon. I also noticed it took them 15 years. To, they have a scarf. They got a shirt. They got a vest. They got a duster. They got a hat. And this pile of clothing that looks like my children's floor. starts appearing in the middle of the ring as they they get rid of all this stuff. But the cutaways of all the women flooding their basements as the cowboys take off their clothes. Oh
0: my God, yes. We got cleanup on aisle four, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Looks like cleanup on aisle four. On oh, this one, yes, that's what I said. The ladies like when they take off their shirts and they got the crowd going quite early in this one with all the guns and, and the ladies love them.
1: For the ring announcer, we've traded the wonderful Mike McGurk. Oh! For a low rent like Michael Buffer, <laughs> <laughs> when you when you get your Michael Buffer off of Wish, this is the dude you get.
0: Oh, see, that's why I never get anything from Wish, man. Yes, I don't. I don't want my Michael Buffer No.
1: But three minutes oh. fifty five seconds. Clean up aisle three. Oh goodness that she's she's liking him but the guys (laughs) even take the six shooters off it takes him like 15 minutes to disrobe and like the magic mic music is
0: playing while this is going on yes yes (laughs) i don't don't know what it was about cowboys like vince felt like he needed to have a cowboy well he grew up in the 50s i mean yeah i mean he's probably watching davy crockett all his life i guess so i guess so this this was just crazy yeah they they do have way too many clothes you're never going to see daddy-ass skinnier than this. Like, he looks no way thin. Yeah, he does not look like this anymore. Like, he's like new version of Big Papa Pump yeah. at this point. You know, he's, he's all righted up. We get a little bit of a off-color comment, shall we say, from Randy, who's making jokes about Lawler shooting blanks. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, God damn it, Randy. This is the Saturday morning <laughs> show. Save it for Raw. Yes.
1: I noticed the battle of the bad mullets between Daddy Ass and Dwayne Gill. Oh, yeah. Like, which mullet's worse? Dwayne Gill has this, like, he's balding. Yeah. yeah. He's got a faded cut mullet. Yeah. Oh, of, yeah. Of three different colors. And then you got Daddy Ass's mullet. Oh, yeah. Bart doesn't look a thing like Billy Ooh, on the one. Um, we'll make them brothers. Well, they that's like
0: they, they tried, they tried very hard to make them, like, they gave them the same haircut. You know, I, they're both going for mullet, but, like, it's almost looks exactly the same. Like, trying to give them the, the brothers look as best as possible there.
1: Do they have to be brothers? I mean, the Beverly Brothers. Yeah,
0: of course. William Barth
1: Gun. Gunn. I don't know why that was always a thing. I really <laughs> love the
0: twins. Twins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Vince, here's a rumor of the Guns possibly being in the King of the Ring event. Uh, While he's still teasing Lawler about not being part of the tournament, and Lawler, of course, is saying, Listen, Vince, get off my dick. (laughs) Get off my dick.
1: (laughs) Not join the king tournament. I'm not getting in there. I'm already king. We got it. I would just like someone who's kayfabe blind to work with Vince. He's like, I've heard a rumor. They're in the event. Like, don't you make the card? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're the boss, are you? Jack Tunney is the boss. The dude in the lobby?
0: Yeah. That's the, the guy at his little desk in the corner.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The security guy?
0: Yeah, that's him. Oh, he's the president. Yeah. <laughs> sure he is. The finishing looks kinda cool. Yeah, they do a nice little Russian leg sweep to kind of set it up. And then there's a power bomb-ish. Yeah, it's like, I'll, guess, I'll throw you
1: into a power bomb?
0: Yeah. It's like, how can we make a power bomb a two-person event? It's like a backdrop into a what I consider to be a fairly low power bomb. Like, mm-hmm. he, he didn't get him up for, like, the full power bomb. Mm-hmm. Like, get him up on his shoulders so he's up there high to come down. He was kind of leaning down, so I... Like, it's a cool-looking move, but it doesn't look like the the full impact of a powerbomb. I'm
1: mean, getting the, the feeling like the powerbomb was like this new thing that everybody was trying to do. Yeah. Because yeah. we see so many people making that, like, that's to finish it. The powerbomb. It's like, yeah. we're going to drop some on his back because we're going to see it later.
0: Yeah. We have another
1: yeah. debuting superstar later on in this show Certainly. who's going to use the powerbomb. And Diesel's on his way. So, yeah. Jackknife
0: powerbomb. Jackknife so, powerbomb. There it is. Yeah, it's uh, all coming. They love the powerbomb.
1: The painter's hat makes his appearance in a bushwhacker painter hat. Some kid Woo! bought that
0: A um, bushwhacker painter hat. Awesome. It's not the
1: it's not the worst merch guy I saw in this show. There's no. one dude who bought everything on the table and wore all all at the same time.
0: <laughs> Somewhere in the That's show, awesome. there's
1: a guy in like an undertaker hat with a Bret Hart shirt with a tomahawk foam thing. Like he bought the entire merch table.
0: Oh my goodness, he's got everything.
1: Uh, the replay is of the dozens murdered by (laughs) the smoking guns just opening fire into the crowd.
0: Yes, Exhibit A right here, ladies (laughs) and
1: gentlemen of the jury. (laughs) it was later used to incarcerate both of them. (laughs) But We're out of there, and they finally changed the inside pages of the graphic for updates is brought to us by the pages of WWF Magazine.
0: Yes. Remember very last good. time
1: they just changed the cover, but the inside was like the same thing from a
0: year ago? Yes. Uh, they finally yeah. updated that. They've got some new ones there. Update with Gorilla Monsoon, wearing a very traditional tie. We'll talk about that later. Monsoon, awfully hard on the 1-2-3 kid. <laughs> He's like... What? When
1: you turn into Raw, this kid, they beat Razor Ramon, which is unbelievable because he faced a couple of other people and got his ass kicked. It did not go well for him. He really (laughs) sucks.
0: (laughs) They show his losses. We're really putting this kid over by
1: doing this. (laughs) What the hell? But but always be closing. uh, Real soon does a really good job of promoting posters six. Always be closing. He's like, look at all the posters you get. You get the Undertaker in this (laughs) one. You should buy it.
0: Like Monsoon, yeah. The, the hard sell. You got the Undertaker, you got the Steiner brothers, you got a side poster of Yoko. They don't have it like long ways, they've got sideways. Yeah, well, you got to do him in, in landscape. Yeah, is, <laughs> apparently. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> can't do a Yoko in portrait. He's not going to fit that way.
0: <laughs> and then uh, the giant Gonzalez, which has to be the centerfold threefold out. Yeah, he just, just Keep on
1: folding and <laughs> unfolding. Exactly it's the night of upsets according to monsoon we see uh, still shots we don't mm-hmm. even get the video of Marty Gennetti. don't see the pin. we're not
0: we're not good enough for that uh, we are we are the c minus show remember you can't see this you can- got to tune into the product. We'll show you
1: Marty Jannetty's hand up.
0: Yes. <laughs> that's it. That's all you get. And apparently came out of the crowd to challenge Michaels. Again. That's how he came out the last time, if you recall. He just kind of showed up there. We are also shown clips of the kid getting destroyed week after week as they portray him being outclassed by a clown. Yes. going <laughs> kicks his ass. Exactly. Hughes destroys him. Mr. Hughes just, yeah, takes him to task, man. He, you know, <laughs> he took the fall Hard for that.
1: Hughes gets his leg all the way up for a kick to the face. Yeah, His standing kick right to his face, Mister Hughes. Yeah, I never thought of him as agile. No, But holy shit, he's awesome. Yeah, Hughes is on my. I didn't respect him at the time, but man, is he cool. This <laughs> 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 would be Mister Hughes.
0: He's like a badass. He is. He's definitely a badass. So we <laughs> just try. This is all stuff to you know make Raw be like, you must watch Raw now. You never know what's going to happen. Expect. The unexpected. I saw that Raw. I remember seeing it. The Kid
1: Beats Razor Raw. I do remember seeing Jannetty win. I didn't know it was the same show. Yeah. Uh, Well, we are out of there fairly quickly. It was truly an update, is what you missed. We did get an update. We have an aging rocker who's decided to uh, be a a wrestling red tight in the ring. Yeah. And this guy looks like some something out of a seventies band that just broke up. Like, who is this guy?
0: Well, okay. So his name is Jerry Seavey. He's going to be facing Bam Bam Bigelow. CV has nine matches in the years of 92 and 93. That's really all I could find on his wrestling career. I did find his Facebook though. Oh, is so he uh, on Facebook? Yes, he is on Facebook and it says former pro wrestler under the name the candy man so he must have had Whoa. some sort of persona persona came, under came, that. came to the ring in a white van <laughs> exactly. but now he is apparently a ghostbuster He's a Ghostbuster? He's a paranormal investigator. Oh, a real Ghostbuster. Like it says, now, paranormal investigator on his Facebook site. Wow. Yeah. So he's got some stories, I'm sure.
1: Bam Bam comes to the ring carrying a Ziploc bag full of hair.
0: <laughs> yes, full of red hair from Tatanka. This is uh, supposedly the hair that he cut off of Tatanka. The, the blood of his ancestors. Yes. It looks like pink cotton candy. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's not very uh, convincing. No. Convincing, exactly. I'm not buying it. Yeah. There's something
1: in this this match where uh, the red tight gets some shots on Bam Bam, and Bam Bam's almost stunned that he actually got hit. He actually opens his shirt and checks his chest. He's like, <laughs> this guy, what did, did he hit me? <laughs> did he actually touch me? <laughs> yeah. He, he checks on himself. He's like, like, He pulls his shirt down. He's like, am I bruised? I'm going to kill this guy.
0: He's got the low V going on, man, you know. He
1: does. He has a deep V. Well, 11 minutes, 45 seconds in. He's got to check. He's he's checking to see if his boobs are still in place.
0: (laughs) I've never noticed how how deep V that shirt is. It's pretty deep. Wow. That is pretty deep. Yeah. I didn't realize it. Or is that like a new outfit? Has it always been it, that It big? does look, I mean, this is the one I remember the best. It's, it has a lot of purple in it. That is not Tatanka's hair, by the way. No. I just got a the, the close-up shot of it. It's like pink. Yeah, and long.
1: Yeah, like much, much longer than Tatanka's hair.
0: Yeah, Bam Bam starts the match by just pummeling the shit out of CV. Here, mm-hmm. CV tries to get a couple of hits in, but gets nothing from Bam Bam. He gets just like pummeled across the ring. Lawlers doing a little commentary, and he's plugging the debut of his new talk segment, which will be on Wrestling Challenge, called the King's Court. King's Court. Yes, and his first guest will be Giant Gonzalez and Harvey Whippleman. So that should be riveting. T- television. So it's going
1: to be with Harvey.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly.
1: (laughs) 12 minutes, 43 seconds in Bam Bam Bigelow dives back first on this guy's sternum and instantly kills him.
0: Fatality. Yeah, there's there's a couple of spots in here where he looks like he he kills
1: him. He's unbelievable. I've never seen this before. And he gets like a souvenir to do it. He puts the uh, the hair plastic bag yes. onto the red tight's chest and then backdrops
0: himself onto the red tight. That's a. Is a, I think that's a senton. Is that, that what that's called? Senton bomb? Cause yeah, I know so much about wrestling moves. Yeah. But you're supposed to land, I think like on your upper back, he lands like butt first on this guy's stomach. So I'm surprised he didn't kill him.
1: It looks brutal. It looks yeah. like he
0: cracked his ribs.
1: And then he does the flying headbutt, which is not a move apparently. Apparently, you should be doing like everybody nope. who ever did the flying headbutt is either paralyzed or dead or, yep. or killed multiple people. But the tail end of the match with Tatanka's hair
0: in his mouth. In his mouth, yes. I saw that. He's avoiding COVID protocol. Once again, very unsanitary <laughs> for the end of the match.
1: 13 minutes, 16 seconds. We have the merch kid. This person is wearing an Undertaker hat, okay. Bret Hart armbands, yep. a Bret shirt, and is wielding a tomahawk.
0: I'm Tomahawk, yes. He loves all the good guys, only to be outdone by
1: the guy wearing the enormous Undertaker face shirt, the rest mm-hmm. in peace with the humongous graphic of the Undertaker. When like silk screening technology got to the point where you can actually put a photo on a on a shirt, yeah. And then he is also holding a Tatanka
0: tomahawk. Oh, they they love the Tatanka tomahawks, man. It is crazy. It's a big seller. Multi-purpose. All right. Well, PPs you know what that. that means. Hold on.
1: Uh oh. Yep. Bring it on. Let's oh, see. I'm ready. Yes. Tatanka foam, foam tomahawk.
0: Woo! I'm ready to play, <laughs> Drew. I got this.
1: Not looking good. Tatanka foam. Oh, we got one. All Holy right, crap. Right.
0: They're an assortment. There
1: is an assortment. All right. Vintage 1992 WWF Tatanka foam tomahawk. Yeah. Uh, you're going to try to guess the lowest and highest
0: asking price. Alright. Based on our last try on this with the Skinner figure. Of yes. course that was Skinner. This is Tatanka. Okay. He's That's a little right. bit more well known than Skinner was. Okay, so I'm gonna say lowest price ten dollars. Highest price thirty-five dollars. You are closer with your highest price
1: to the lowest price. What? The lowest asking price, forty bucks. <laughs> Plus 55 shipping. Delusions of grandeur. Yeah. The guy who's going to die with it in his house because he's never <laughs> selling it yeah. is the person trying to ask $150.
0: Holy shit.
1: Plus $15 shipping. Wow. Oh, my goodness. I suck at this game. And to add a third layer of this is the highest price tomahawk. More or less than an actual cameo from Tatanka himself.
0: I'm going to say more. The Tomahawk costs more? Tomahawk costs more than a cameo from Tatanka.
1: It does. Wow. (laughs) The cameo from Tatanka will set you back $110. But the Tomahawk that he never even had...
0: Yeah, 140. Wow. Oh my goodness. I wonder how much that guy that has the Tatanka Tomahawk is charging for a cameo. <laughs> that, that guy. Yes. $250. Yeah. The illusions of grandeur, sir.
1: We get into WWF the face-to-face set. It's the giant WWF logo, and he's sitting inside of you. So it looks like
0: Yes, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to come back with a uh a, a college fight song from
1: Eugene. this <laughs> Yes. Mean Gene's in the face-to-face booth.
0: Yeah, he's in the face-to-face booth, and he starts his talk here. Did you notice his tie, by the way? That's the one I wanted to bring up.
1: It's red and blue and has, like, a car on it.
0: Yeah, he's he's got, like, this <laughs> children's tie. It's got a bus <laughs> and a car. This is definitely, like, a tie that, uh, I don't know if if Gene has any children or anything like that, but if some kid gave that to him for Christmas. Yeah, That's y- what y- that is.
1: You know this aired, and Vince is like, what
0: the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell tie are you wearing? Where's my vagina tie? Yeah, yeah, I love that one. I love that one. Put that <laughs> one back on, Gene. Put that back on.
1: <laughs> my kid made it for me for my <laughs> birthday. <laughs>
0: Shut up. VJ Ty. Yeah. Now
1: and forever. <laughs> Together. We saw this before. This is the same face to face. We've seen this. Where Yoko is on there and Fuji saying, Hey, he uh he went hard and hard and long for yes. twenty minutes. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> yes, like he, a, did. he was talking about his hot twenty minutes again. His hot twenty minutes hey. again. I was like oh, "Hey,
1: how, how can we have an identical live interview from two weeks ago no idea there's a different shower curtain behind them that's it that's
0: pretty much it they didn't even iron the shower curtain. like it's literally a shower curtain <laughs> <laughs> that certainly is
1: it's got like little floral patterns if you look closely enough
0: <laughs> yeah it's the same promo as last week they're talking about hogan you better get into the gym and work out and i was trying to think does he do anything else besides yeah, that that's, that's all he does <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much he says hogan has been focusing on hollywood foreshadowing ladies and gentlemen While he's been training, so Fuji says the Japanese will be so happy when Yoko gets the belt.
1: Straight from the gym and wearing his uh, WBF grade A 100% pure beef shirt. Mm -hmm. Mr. Perfect,
0: Mr. Fabulous. Yes, and they're talking about his third match that he's going to have with Doink. So uh, I'm not sure quite when the second one was. Well, it was Uh, supposed to be on Challenge. We saw the one on Superstars. Yes. It it
1: ended in in some kind of screwy ending. A a timeout, yeah. And then they're like, okay, well, we're going to, we got to have another one. And there's going to be on challenge, which we didn't see because we are uh, Saturday morning superstars.
0: Yeah. Now there's a third rubber match and Raw. Currently. And this is going to come up a little bit later, too. I have I have some questions. I because... have questions, too. I think I have the same question you do. Yeah, exactly. we'll, we'll find
1: out when we get there.
0: Yeah. So they're going to be facing Doink in his third time for the King of the Ring. There will be a winner, ladies and gentlemen. There will be a winner this time. How can they guarantee that? They've had three other matches where it hasn't been won. I don't know. That's what we've been told.
1: Production values going up. For the first time, we're seeing like a real movie style trailer for a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of just listing the card or having like little graphics of people standing there, we get like the movie trailers that we're used to nowadays for King of the Ring. Like, they got cutaways and they got the 90s angles
0: and the weird filters, and they're just up in their game. Yeah, they're going upscale here. To be the King of the Ring, you have to beat a bunch of wrestlers. Beat a bunch of, <laughs> beat a bunch of guys to be the King of the Ring Sunday. June 13th ladies and gentlemen we are going back to the Nutter Center for this one yes that's right we will be at the nut, <laughs> the nut. for the uh, king of the Ring that's my my favorite and venue thus far WWF
1: bust a nut
0: <laughs> at King of the Ring at King of the Ring
1: well, we have Shawn Michaels facing
0: red tight Brian Clark. Oh, red tight Brian Clark. Yes, um, mm-hmm. he's gone by many names right now. He's apparently trying to pull off some sort of Hawaiian gimmick. In my notes here, it says Shawn's entrance was not shown mm-hmm. since he was still the, the Intercontinental Champion. This was taped on May Fourth. Vince is, of course, talking about how Sean lost the title to Marty. Sean and Crush start the match, and Crush just gets annoyed with him and pushes him over, gives him a little pie face, and just throws him <laughs> into the corner with that. I thought that was awesome. Crush got some new gear. Hey, check this out. Check out the new gear. I'm in
1: there. Yes, he does. He, he doesn't have, like, the sun setting on his ass anymore.
0: No, thank goodness. Yeah, this one's a little bit better, but... It's, still it's a lot of
1: purple. He looks like Grimace. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's not all yellow anymore. Shawn Michaels is spectacular
1: because he makes Crush look good. Like, Oh, yeah. He sells and oversells and resells every move. Yes. He makes you think that Crush is a good wrestler. When I was a kid, I was like, wow, look at how powerful Crush is. Look how amazing Crush is. And now mm-hmm. I'm like... Crush isn't doing shit. No. And Shawn Michaels is bouncing all over the place with <laughs> this guy, making yeah. him look like a million dollars.
0: Yep, pretty much. We get a lot of big power moves from Crush to start this out. And when Shawn takes the bumps, he's he's bouncing around like a, a cartoon character. He's <laughs> like a full box bunny. Yes, <laughs> totally is. Crush comes back with a press slam as a ref prevented him from tossing Shawn outside. They, they interrupted Planet Fitness. He did. He was going to toss him over the top rope there. Sean sends Crush's head into the steps, then posts before taking Crush back into the ring, where he administers a chin lock, or as we know it, a rest hold.
1: Yes. I did notice like Sean calling the match. You can almost hear him say, Here's what you're gonna do to me next, especially when they're on the outside. You can see Sean calling it. Sean is definitely running the thing for for crush. He does such a good job of making crush look good. And I'm looking at back, I'm like, oh my God, Michaels is literally just wrestling himself. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. Like you could put a mannequin in a purple singlet that says crush on it, and you would have had the exact same match.
0: Yeah, this is the definition of wrestling a broom right here. It's
1: amazing. It really is amazing. It's such a great match just because you have somebody doing so little and looking like he's doing so much. I was just so impressed with this match for all the wrong reasons because everybody watching this goes home going, yeah, that crush is impressive. And I'm like, crush sucks. Shawn Michaels is every bit as good as everybody says he is.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, this is an interesting turn of events here because at the end of the match, both men are counted out by a very quick 10 count, I should mention. He goes through it really, really quickly. The count started when one of them was out. Yes. And then
1: when the second guy jumps out, it's just the end of the first counting. But Mm -hmm. only
0: one guy was out for 10 seconds, but they counted them both out. Yeah. Which is weird. That's not how it's supposed to work. But the the whole thing gets a little bit annoying. I, I don't know if they, they mentioned it here. So they both don't qualify. Both of them are disqualified from the king of the ring in the same ending that happened with the perfect doink match. Exactly
1: what I'm saying. Why is perfect and doink? Why do you have to watch this clown wrestle three times to get into the king of the ring? But yeah. Shawn Michaels and Crush are eliminated and they're not going in. And then they kind of left it ambiguous a little bit later in the episode, like maybe we were going to get this match with a final ending. Mm -hmm. I thought they were just trying to protect Sean's title, which he's not supposed to have by having Sean not lose the belt but then Crush basically kicks his ass at, at the end, puts him in the head-crushing thing. But if he were yeah. to do that in a real match, he would have lost the title. But since it's a King of the Ring match... Yeah, it wouldn't have been a title match. He would have lost everything. You're trying to protect Crush, I guess. It wouldn't really have hurt Sean because he wasn't mm-hmm. going to lose the title in a King of the Ring qualifying match. No. So the whole thing was goofy. And I'd have to go back, I keep on forgetting the card, and see if they actually have a person in there or if they give somebody a buy. Yeah. Which was a common thing in the tournament. A lot of times the yeah. bad guy would
0: have to. Yeah, buy. some bad guy is going to have a buy and let him get in nice and easy. So yeah. that that's definitely going to happen. Yeah, while well, the
1: other guy gets his ass kicked like for 40 minutes in each yeah. match and like a yeah. million dollar man like buys somebody else, gets the buy yeah. and goes in like completely fresh. Yeah. Who knows? Uh-huh. Mean Jeans in there almost immediately after this screwy ending and mm-hmm. says neither individual go to the King of the Ring tournament. Yeah. And he says the same thing. Shawn Michaels and Crush both have been counted out. They do not qualify for the King of the Ring tournament. So why are
0: we watching three <laughs> clown matches? Yeah, and and two two of these matches like have ended screwy like this. I don't know if this like if it even gives like credibility to the King of the Ring, like how people are getting into this because you know, there's so much question around a lot of these matches. How this is working?
1: I hear you. The, the credibility so, is weak. I mean, it's yeah. like it's almost like it's predetermined.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> what would make it actually work for me is if they did have three clown matches, but. Perfect pins the first clown, but the Mm. second clown comes out and goes, I'm the real doink. You've pinned an imposter. You actually haven't beaten me. So yeah. you don't get into the King of the Ring until you, you beat Doink, and then he fights <laughs> him again, and he's like, "Nope, still not me." <laughs> You're gonna have to fight me a third time on Raw, and like he has to go through all these like phony Doinks, and they should just get more and more ridiculous, like one's like Hornswoggle dressed as Doink. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you fell for it again. You're like, the, he's two feet tall. <laughs> Did you really think it was me? That was Dink. Still haven't beaten me. <laughs> Yeah. I win. Nope. It was me all along. <laughs> God damn it. I did it for the <laughs> rock. I did the shoe is one of the points. It's like what the hell? <laughs> king of the ring ads how many weeks are away because we did, we have like our fifth promo already for this thing we are three weeks away
0: okay. at this point that june 13th sense. and we are may 22nd so we're getting close
1: we're starting to get a card we get the hulk hogan versus yoko mm-hmm. mean jeans touting that and then
0: um we're at the beach again. oh goodness oh yeah once again, the the hyperbole of hyperboles. my one question about this Hulk Hogan promo, because it's the same thing that we've been talking about the last two weeks that we've been at, at, been at the beach. I guess it took me a little while because I had to pan out. I'm like, why does Jimmy have a biker helmet?
1: That's <laughs> like the first thing I'm saying, like he's, <laughs> he's out on the beach with a bike helmet, but you see Freddie's
0: he's going to fall. That's
1: the deal. A uh, mm-hmm. really great shot. Cause Jimmy Hart's holding it dead center the whole time of the chipped Eagle belt, the legendary, chipped Mm -hmm. eagle one of the wings is is clipped and you get a really great shot of it nice but we have hollywood hulk hogan in (laughs) full black he's got black gloves so all he's missing is like the 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 chalked in
0: 50s bad guy beard yeah Uh, this is everything that was supposedly cool in 1993 he's got his bike there he's donning the hot bike magazine t-shirt it's once again over the top hogan stuff going on there he so. trips
1: over himself. This isn't live. Why did they not re record this stuff? This is like the second time in a row they've done these remotes where he cuts promos and falls all over his words and they don't just reshoot it. Yeah. Someone's driving a bike on the beach. It's like this little scooter dude just like goes by in the promo. Can you mention the sound guy, how pissed off he'd be if a, mo- a motor scooter like <laughs> ran behind? Ding, 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 ding. We've had to record shit. It sucks. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Definitely.
1: Where are we recording? Oh, it's going to be great, sound guy. We're going to do it on the beach. We're going to have an ocean of white noise and a motorcycle <laughs> over the audio. He's like, yeah. well, tell Jimmy, hold that microphone down his throat. And there's yeah. no way we're going to get out. It's like when they did the Caesars Palace thing right by the water. Oh, yeah. Where, where yeah. are we filming it? Right by the waterfall. It's like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> f- Damn it. <laughs> this has got to be awful. Uh, Zumba pants to like Uh-oh. Edward Scissorhand's striped pants from some kind of Tim Burton nightmare movie. <laughs> oh, no. Look at these things. He's, he's
0: Jack Skellington, ladies and gentlemen.
1: He's got the fanny pack. Oh, he's, he's a he's a treasure of nineties.
0: Look at this. Yeah, big honking gold cross. Yep, they Boom.
1: have an eight man cluster fuck match: <laughs> the smoking guns and the Steiners
0: versus IRS Ted biasi and the head shrinkers. Yeah, why does it have to be an eight man? Why can't they just have two tag team matches? We're gonna put two tag team matches on the card. Nope. No. <laughs> no. 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 You're too, not. Long. too long. Too long. Anytime you have, like, these matches that have, like, more than four people in them, it's too clunky. I mean, you do have a lot of decent wrestlers. Who's the weakest one, Bart?
1: Probably Bart. Everybody else is pretty stellar. Yeah, probably Bart. Bart Samu?
0: Yeah.
1: Everybody else is, like, top tier, so we should have a good match. Yeah, hopefully that'll be worth something when we get there. I would just recut all these old Bart gun matches and just superimpose a popcorn-eating butter bean. Waiting.
0: For five
1: years. Waiting. Five straight years. Every Bart gun match is a a butter bean insert him just eating popcorn. Staring at Bart gun. Who is that guy? He's in the audience again. And and just nothing. And then five years later, kills him. Wow, he kicked her head right off her body. Did you see that? Yeah. A little countdown timer. It just counts down five years worth of seconds Yeah, as we approach WrestleMania 50. <laughs> it's
0: coming. It's coming. It's coming. Better than the Y2J clock. No, please. <laughs> we need to do that. Superimpose it. We also finally get like a bracket looking mm-hmm. thing for the King of the Ring but the only ones that are in it right now are Brett and Razor because nobody knows what else to do with this thing. I could have sworn they had pegged in some other
1: people earlier, but they have totally blanked out the entire bracket now.
0: Yeah. And all
1: they have is Brett Hart Razor. They interview him, and it's basically Hitman is doing the the tried-and-true, classy, how-to-sell-tickets promo of of Mm -hmm. the good guy. He's like, I'm facing a really big opponent. He's a badass. He can murder you. So he's building up the threat. Yeah. And he said, but I think I'm going to win by virtue. Yes. Razor has no respect for anybody. He goes into this thing, not going, yeah, it's a former champion. I'm going to really have to try, but I'm going to kick your ass. He's just like, you suck.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much
1: how it works. Yeah. And, so, and like, Mean Gene's trying to like cut him off. He's like, no, he's a, he's, he's, a, he's a really, he's a former champion. He's like, shut up, Gene Mean. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> shut up, Gene mean. I love that. I love how he called him Gene Mean. <laughs> he sucks. And, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Bret Hart later on the face to face is trying to like defend himself. He's like, no, you suck. You're going to yeah. lose. You suck. He's like, well, maybe. I don't know. He's like, you suck.
0: <laughs> yeah. Brazier just took over that whole face to face at the end there.
1: Well, we plug in another set of brackets here. We're going to have yes. Narcissist the Narcissist versus Native American Tatanka. Mm-hmm. And then Hacksaw and Bam Bam. Yes. And if the bracket is the way it is,
0: where are they putting Perfect Doink or... Well, I think Perfect I... Doink is, is supposed to be a qualifier. So mm-hmm. somebody's got to, it's going to be either Doink or Perfect. And then, and then it's Kamala versus Hughes is the other qualifier really that last the last one is going to be either perfect or Dwink and kamala or hughes crush and sean are really out yeah because it's gonna be like hughes and 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 it'll be hughes and i'm gonna guess perfect
1: yeah probably hughes
0: perfect and yeah yeah, so what
1: were they trying to what were they called what What part of this bracket were those two trying to qualify for? There wasn't even a slot.
0: Exactly. There's no thought process here. (laughs) There's there's so many holes in this. Yes. (laughs) It's
1: like, not only does one guy get three shots to crush and and Shawn Michaels only one shot at a slot, there's no slot for them to take.
0: Nope. Not at all. Not at all.
1: Bullshit. Yeah. I want this poster. I want the Kamala Hughes poster. Oh, yeah. I'm going to screen capture that (laughs) and make that my wallpaper. Digitize it up. People are going to see my iPhone and be like, who is that? I'm like, that's Kamala and Mr. Hughes, (laughs) the baddest motherfucker to ever beat up red tights and never win against anyone else Thirdly, it's awesome yeah we interview from doink and we're still in mount
0: born doink right this still sounds like yeah this is still matt born doink and he's just saying because he's gonna you know face perfect for yet again the third time and he just keeps he's saying that perfect likes to run away but this monday there must be a winner. Now, knowing what we know after thirty years, knowing who these people are,
1: I knew it was coming. But Mean Gene gets a, a call over his headset, and he's like, "What, Johnny Polo?" Like no one knows who that is. No, he's nobody like, knew who Johnny Polo
0: was. Well, did they? Did they announce last week? I forget if they announced that Adam Bomb would be Adam Bomb was going to be there. But I don't know if we knew about Johnny Polo. Anything about Johnny Polo? Yes. What about Johnny Polo, Dom? What about Johnny Polo? What about Johnny Polo?
1: <laughs> yes. And they cut to the not so Titantron. Mm. And they just have this enormous nuclear explosion and they cut to the commercial and the explosion is still going. And out comes Raven <laughs> dressed as Johnny Polo.
0: Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense with the nuclear thing until he brings out Adam Bomb. Brian Clark <laughs> yeah. from from Chronic
1: as Adam Bomb. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. I'm taking a photo of this Johnny Polo outfit mm-hmm. of this rich clown polo player. It's a shirt that looks like a, a Cosby sweater. hmm and I'm I'm keeping that. And I'm just gonna stuff it away for four years, five years. Oh, yeah. And then when Raven comes out with his emo bullshit, I'm gonna pull that out and be like, you fucking poser. <laughs> this is Raven, everybody. With the with the, the golf club and the beret. Yeah. This is your emo hero. Yeah. Like when Raven actually fought CM Punk, CM Punk should have just pulled those Johnny Polo photos. Like, you fucking poser. Yeah. Look at you, Johnny Polo. We're Raven. <laughs> You ain't hard.
0: It says he was wrestling in the USWA as Scotty Flamingo before coming to the WWF. And, of course, later he would be Raven in ECW after leaving WWF. But in his first shoot interview with RF Video, Polo said that Vince called him up and offered a managerial position. And Polo thought it might be. Both managing and as a wrestler, but that was not the case. So he just started like trying to overdo it. He would just come to the ring with all sorts of like weird things that he thought like a rich kid would have. He's Johnny Polo. Why doesn't he not have a polo stick? Yeah, it's the
1: it's, right it's itself. Like, yeah. why does he have a
0: golf club? <laughs> yeah, he's a mini golf putter. Got a putter.
1: <laughs> what is he doing? Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, it's like I don't know what to do now.
0: I'll just steal Jim Cornette shit and act like Jimmy Hart. Yeah, I think that's it. It's a combination of of Jim Cornette and Jimmy Hart.
1: Adam Baum looks impressive. He looks awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's a big guy, he's got a nice build to him. He's it, the, the gimmicks a little cheesy, but it was 1993. Uh but uh yeah, definitely impressive. Some good skills, standing dropkick that looks phenomenal. Guy gets major height mm-hmm. uh off of that. So here's something to look for in the future. Yeah. On his left shoulder is a tattoo of who the
1: hell knows. But soon he will cover that up with a thing that says atom bomb and a nuclear explosion. That's how dedicated this motherfucker mother oh, was wow. to this shit gimmick.
0: He was a little bit over the top. One of the things that I read was he actually thought Johnny was his actual manager. Mm-hmm. In Polo's interview, said that Bomb thought he was his actual manager and asked him to make car rental arrangements, among other things, for him. Well, that's—I mean, that wasn't really people. rare. Like, there were yeah. some
1: managers who literally would manage the career of the guy. Really, Paul Ellering was a manager manager. Fuji was a real manager manager. Mm. To this day, Jimmy Hart is Hulk Hogan's bitch. Some people like the manager was more off-screen than on-screen. Mm -hmm. And the ref that we saw a couple matches ago was really the handler of Andre the Giant, uh, Tim White. Um, He would take care of him. I guess that you should probably discuss that arrangement ahead of time. Yeah. Hey, I'm a real manager. If you need me to like book your travel or whatever, you know, they they would do that for some people for a fee, obviously. Mm-hmm. But sure. um, yeah, some managers were like real honest to God managers and others were just like a cartoon character on the television.
0: Yeah. Who is
1: this red tidy kiss the ass of that's wearing tidy whiteies? Oh, shit. He looks like tattoo from Fantasy Island if he was a wrestler
0: he is Bert Centeno is also a Puerto Rican luchador actually known nice. as El mascarado uh, <laughs> he's not
1: wearing a mask which is no. I uh, started in
0: 1988 and had a third and had 35 years of experience oh, I
1: buy that I mean that's a great guy to put in with your, you got a debuting dude yeah had a dude who can jump around and bounce around for him yeah so they didn't like put you know local ham and agar against adam bomb for his no. debut. that like go make him look good that's smart yeah, they gave him a good red tight yeah two thumbs up adam bomb looks awesome yeah i liked adam bomb i like the whole thing i know you know he doesn't go very far with this gimmick because it's stupid but yeah i dug the goggles i like the outfit johnny polo i don't know what he's doing there but yeah. like brian clark was an impressive bastard i yeah. was trying to figure out if that was the underfaker. faker and that's Brian Lee, I think. Oh,
0: uh, <laughs> too many Bryans. Yeah, yeah. Like, too many how Bryans. Too many, many Bryans were there. And Brian was a popular name in the 90s, apparently. Brian Lee, Brian Adams, Brian Clark. Yes. Holy shit. Brian, Brian, Brian. Brian
1: Clark. I checked because I know Brian Adams' crush <laughs> was, but Brian Clark is still <laughs> alive. He still loves us.
0: Wow. How about that?
1: Yes, just recently <laughs> arrested on like five charges of ridiculousness
0: that got thrown oh, out of the court. But it was like
1: everything. Like he was charged with everything. Yeah. He possessed everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Is, but uh, uh, he is is. Are, are you saying he had he he had a lot of drugs? I'm not saying that. I'm saying <laughs> that whoever charged
1: him with it did. Well, uh, I'm saying because, he was in a tag team called Chronic Fan. Well,
0: Chronic. Well, all I'm saying is because after this, Macho goes to an elementary school <laughs> <laughs> where you hear from a little girl named Jasmine McDeal and her poem. There's no hope with dope (laughs) yes there's Um, no hope with dope dom no hope there is no hope yes set really nicely until the very end Gets a little bit dark and super (laughs) morbid she (laughs) finishes up her poem and all of a sudden you hear the the death knell of the undertaker and he just shows up on the side very menacing looking over top of her
1: saying there's no hope with dope oh it's stellar and since they won't let me do audio clips off of the cock i okay, got it was recording
0: there's no hope
1: with dope <laughs> <laughs> just the way that he's like over top of her that's all well, awesome. she's gonna die <laughs> Anti drugs, we are anti drug. Check out this poem from this little girl <laughs> yeah. and this menacing zombie man. Yes,
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't take dope, take icapro
1: <laughs> <Take> Ica <Pro. laughs> That's that's where they went with this. <laughs> that that would have been, been hilarious. Yes. That would have been great. She reads this really deep, morbid poem, yeah, telling kids don't do dope, and she turns the to camera too. <laughs> Do Ica Pro? Ica Pro, get some wind, get some wind in your sails. Yes, <laughs> she just like c- closes one nostril and just sucks yeah. up some some Ica Pro. <laughs> yeah, racer ramon cutting it up with his
0: razor blade. Core. That would be amazing. That would be, so great. That would be amazing. <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs>
1: Second trailer, We like the production company is in full blast with these. Uh, this time it's not just for the King of the Ring, it's for the title match, mm-hmm. but high production value coming
0: in with these these epic movie trailers. Yes, this one gave us uh, a little bit of background on the Yoko Hogan controversy leading up to the rematch that we will see at King of the Ring pay-per-view on June thirteenth at the nut that sets it up nicely. I like the little bit of Jack Tunney in there giving us his authority on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This ending to the actual match when we get to King of the Ring,
1: where mm-hmm. there's some kind of photographer, which I think is Johnny Polo in disguise, uh. flashes a, a flash that flashbangs Hogan and they get a pin mm-hmm. and he's screwed out of the title, but then disappears off the face of the earth and you never see him again until he comes back for to fight the rock. That ending where there's no resolution and Yoko just walks around for a belt reminded me of that cliffhanger of ALF where the government gets him and then they canceled the show. So the very last thing <laughs> that any kid ever saw was <laughs> ALF <laughs> being a, the government. Oh, no. being a, like Area 51, never to be seen Oh, again. no.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes, He's, he's on an examining table somewhere, kids. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> what happened to ALF? That's yeah. how the show ended. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the government exactly. got him. Roll credits. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh in the ring is King Red tight
0: Yes, one of our, our upper upper level red tights, the Brooklyn brawler, is going to face Hacksaw, Jim Duggan. For our final match of the night, I would call this a little bit above a red tight match, just because of the brawler status. Yeah, name versus a half a name. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. You knew Duggan was going to win, but I mean, you know, you know, brawler might get a few shots in here and there, which would be nice. Brawler's just sitting there like, one day I'm going to be doink. <laughs> one day, That's, it's coming. Enough. It's coming soon enough. Doink me, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> uh, Duggan is in full flag, really pushing the all-American hero here. King says that he is a disgrace for carrying that flag because of, you know, what he went through with Yogo. Yes. Not only is he carrying a flag, he
1: is a flag. His knee pads are ridiculous. Like, Mm -hmm. one is blue and stars, and the other one's red and striped.
0: Yeah. He is full-on USA. He is the epitome of middle America, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. We don't have, like, the -the over-the-top American... Well, I was trying to think... You know, because when he starts this match, he starts like you know he gets the crowd going with the USA chant, and like we do like USA chants here and there and everywhere. But I was wondering, like, would that work in a wrestling arena these days? You could, you'd have to really hard work to get there because it's such a worldwide yeah. product.
1: Like, who are you going to have the bad guy when you're trying to sell this product everywhere? Like, you, you got major markets all It's a different company now. It's not yeah. like a northeast company that kind of will tour the United States of yeah. Canada. You put the belt on Jinder Mahal when you got your uh, India contract. Oh, that's <laughs> I mean, right. Like, that's right. Yeah, they did. You're doing shows in Saudi Arabia. Who's the bad guy going to be <laughs> if Saudi Arabia <laughs> isn't the bad guy? Uh-oh. <laughs>
0: that's true. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, definitely definitely a sign of the times. Mm-hmm. Match was not very long, but, you know, brawler made Duggan look good, and that's all they need to do. Yeah. Have you ever seen a long ducking
1: match? I mean, no. He's got he's got three moves. Straight from indoor guard, he throws this board to the moon and still can catch it. Sign this guy up for winter guard.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Get him up there. Yeah. Does some jumpy jacks at the end. Boom. Two by fours in the crowd. Everybody giving thumbs up. It's a good time. <laughs>
1: The to WWFU, it's face-to-face one final time. It's like the third time we've been in face-to-face
0: yeah i think it was yeah oh three God. three face-to-faces that's too with many. gene he's, he's pulling triple
1: duty and this is the one we were talking about earlier where bret hart sells the match puts razor over and razor yeah. just shits all over Hart. yeah razor time. took
0: over this promo and it was glorious <laughs> calling me gene, gene meme was my favorite part <laughs> i felt really bad because you know we had like
1: bret hart's super wrestler not that great on the mic. And he would get progressively better as he was champion. And then finally here, I was like, that was a really great Bret Hart promo and mm. razor just schools him after that.
0: <laughs> yes, he does.
1: Yeah. He took him, he took him to task. It's like carrying a chumpet around being, I just made Allstate state when Marcellus going, oh yeah.
0: That's nice. It's nice. It's cute. The one spot in here that I thought was actually quite funny is cuz you know these guys are going to beat the shit out of each other but Razor calls Brett a monkey at one point and she's yeah. like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> There's no need for name calling." And I'm thinking these guys are going to beat the shit out of these guys, but calling each other names, that's over the top. Yeah.
1: Gene is appalled by that. Keep it the sticks and stones, gentlemen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no reason to hurt somebody's feeling
0: (laughs) yeah we don't we don't call each other names we beat the shit out of each other we hit each other with chairs
1: well uh, tune in next week where we'll see the results of other shows
0: Yes, I'm sure we are going down the grade scale. We will be maybe a C minus by next week. Did you like the episode, Dan? Yeah, I guess I did. This this one wasn't too bad. You know, we got some some decent matches out of this. We got a name versus name, which was you know fairly decent, lengthy match there too. I do like the the face to face. I just think it it gives it a little bit of a different edge than them talking. You know, to the screen that we don't get as many of the simple promos anymore. So I haven't seen a good Bob back. For a while, I haven't been able to do any of those, and I don't know if I would be able to in this new format that they have going on. So, you know, the back and forth just kind of really lets a lot of these, you know, upper tier wrestlers like shine in their promo skills going against each other, which I think is really, really cool. Yeah,
1: if you can't talk, you're in trouble now.
0: Yeah, exactly. Is somebody's talking against you? You got problems.
1: Despite the fact that apparently everything cool happened on another show, Mm -hmm. we had the guns debut. Yep. We had we had a name versus name. We had a Shawn Michaels crush. We had mm-hmm. Brawler, which made that hacksaw match almost be like the main event.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Brawler's he's a red type, but he's not a red type. He's not. This Dwayne Gill, you see these guys, like Dwayne
0: Gill, Brawler Horowitz, Mr. Technical Barry Horowitz, legendary Jewish wrestler, you know, upper tier. Yeah, I mean, they got to be on
1: the same circuit as everybody else today. Those guys are known as like Ziegler, yeah, the dudes who's like out there to bounce around, but you know, he's not going to win. Ziegler's like a modern day Dwayne Gill. Yeah. And, and that's not insulting Zeke. No, no,
0: not at all. Uh,
1: Adam Baum. We got Johnny Polo. We got yeah. Raven. So uh, we got a lot on this thing. I'll take yeah.
0: it. All sorts of new stuff.
1: We're um. advancing towards King of the Ring. We had an announcement of a match and we're getting the practice <laughs> kind of done. Wish the crush match made sense. Maybe it wasn't a King of the Ring match ever. Mm-hmm. No. and it, it was a title match, but since they took the title off of Sean, they had to turn it into something. Yeah. Like, why are these two guys fighting? Oh, they're fighting for a King of the Ring slot. None of them are going to get it because of a countout. But like, wait a minute, how about the three countouts? Don't shh, 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 shut up. <laughs> like I bet when they went to go see the show live, it was a title match. Yeah. And they uh, had the countout, so Sean didn't lose the belt. Mm. And when it finally aired, they're like, "Well, that's not going to work. We just took the belt off of Sean. Well, let's call it a King of the Ring qualifier." Yeah, yeah. But next week we're in for a treat. We have walking oh, yeah. wardrobe malfunction, Sherry Martel. Yes. <laughs> Yay! In a special interview. Yes,
0: I'm sure that will that will start to lead us up to the Luna Sherry match, which I am so excited to see. I got my popcorn ready for that.
1: Uh Woo. we got Tatanka in the uh hair club for Indians. He's uh <laughs> gonna be here. Sans a tuft. His hair kind of looks pink. It might be Tatanka's, but it's too long. Yeah. I don't know what they used in that bank. Um, yeah. somebody gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh uh, yeah. Uh, we have the dog face gremlin, and as you called the last time, this yes. small, small pop, up pop. <laughs> pop, pop, <laughs> pop. <laughs> Yes, not quite big Papa Pump yet. Yes, just and, small Papa Pump. And Yoko Ono's big brother, yes. Yoko Zuna, <laughs> is going to be here. So uh, we're we're going to be here for a treat. But that's, I'm uh, looking
0: forward to it. That's next week. Sounds like a plan, man. Yes. So till then, you know, our Undertaker. Yes, and Shawn Michaels has left the building.